0: I immediately started on Ray on Ray's second thing.
1: Super cool. <laughs>
0: this is great.
1: Good start.
0: <laughs> um. Anyways, uh last time we left off, um, Marigold had fallen asleep. And had a little dream. Wait, no, that was the other session. <laughs> Why did I think we started off in Marigold Stream? I guess that just felt like a good cut point to me. Um, Cassius was running us out. Cassius was running you out. Um, uh, sludge, or they had just headbutted butted Sludge in the previous session to that. Um, and you guys were running out with it on a, a very cool and very smart escape attempt where... Cassius would pretend that you were prisoners who clocked her while she was guarding the tomb, the ruins and uh and that you that you guys clocked her and but you were able but she was able to wake up and then drag you guys out just as the rangers were coming. She rolled very well, and the rangers rolled very poorly, so um <laughs> uh, in the commotion, they just let her go with three prisoners. Um, not thinking to send anyone with her for backup or anything. Um, and they all went to, uh, get Fallbrook, I guess. (laughs) Uh, you guys are running forward in a sort of daze. Um, you rolled uh, a Terami cast Pass out of Trace. You snuck snuck around your way up. My head is not there right now. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, um, and you guys were able to evade the next wave the second wave of incoming rangers including the dictator where you learned the very important piece of lore that she can run and that she jogs around high tower <laughs> every day add that to the war channel <laughs> <laughs> records what the records record dictator's top speed
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking Usain <insane> Bolt <laughs>
3: The speed of the Puma
0: <laughs> Dust Cloud being thrown up <laughs> as she bolts. <laughs> oh my god. Um you guys made your way back up to the first floor, the ground floor of High Tower, um where you then had a little discussion before exiting about what was going on, um, where you then met Leah outside of the District walls. Uh, who asked if you guys needed? I uh, needed. Who confirmed who she was supposed to get? Um, which was the rest of the caravan party, and um, left, and including the security officer who had just arrived in bailiff. Um, and sludge asked, sludge asked her to get Gore and Marigold. Asked to get a message to Cal saying sorry. Terry um, didn't need anything. <laughs> um, you guys ran into the mesas being led by Cassius, where then you had a small talk about on the way to her camp um, about what was happening and what she knew. Turned out it was very little. Um, <laughs> and she was proud of it. <laughs> and she was very proud. Of being, uh, com uh, completely, stupid. <laughs> completely stupid. Yeah, um, to being fully compliant to any of Faldbrook's orders. Uh, you guys approached the camp and heard music. Taramee started playing a nice little song that got all of the birds out to run around him. Cassius blushed. And you guys poked fun at her. <laughs> <laughs> And then you made it to the camp where Fenrir and Grendel were waiting for you, making a stew and playing, and Grendel playing his violin. You had a nice little uh, luncheon. um, And then talked about your great old times together. (laughs) Yay. And now we're friends. Now you're friends with no drama. Um, Cassius walked off. For a reason. Why did she originally walk off? She was like, we
1: were we were about to argue about killing monsters and not killing
0: monsters.
2: Yeah, because we talked about the ogie
0: Right. And she just kinda walked off at that point. She mm-hmm. was done. Yeah. Um walked off around the edge. She had to use her brain, couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. Um Marigol made a good point about talking to animals. Or talking to, to monsters, and she had to go process that. <laughs> um, Sludge went to talk to Cassius, who then said that she was going to kill Sludge, or get her, win a battle, and so on and so forth. Um, and Sludge, uh, despite that, said that she would find a way to fix her cough. Um People started arriving first. Terrason and Carson. Uh, Carson doodled some birds. Terrason looked at Tarami's very cool sword. After that, Tarragon right with their mace <laughs> out.
3: <laughs>
0: with their mace out and warning any evildoers that if that. Tarragon found them, they would kill him or something. Just beware. (laughs) Not kill, I don't think Tarragon would ever say kill. (laughs) Um, I'll unlife you. I'll unlife you. (laughs) Um, At that point, Sludge figured out that they were. uh, Or uh, she finally realized that, like, she was colorblinded
3: watching her. (laughs)
0: Magic, <laughs> and then Tarragon oh thankfully uh, healed her. And Sludge asked them if they could heal Cassius, and Cassius said that the Republic priest did all they could. Um, after Cassius let Tarragon go off mumbling and rambling awkwardly, very <laughs> <for> bad. <laughs> um, Guppy and Gore arrived before Tarragon,
1: actually? So, they were yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out.
0: Then um, you heard multiple footsteps approaching up the side of the mesa. Uh, Cassius stood between you and them, sword at the ready, or hand on the pommel of her sword, and then Ardain, the dictator, Falbrook, Humphrey, and Cal shows up. And Ardane says, we need to talk. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> is Cass there? No, Cass is not there. Okay.
2: okay. Cass, yeah,
0: because uh, yeah, like, uh, they, you heard footsteps approaching, and then Cassius made a remark of like something along the lines of I, I don't think Cass would bring any of his friends. Um, oh yeah, and then you learned also that um... The security officer would be no one else, none other than uh, Cassius's younger brother, Cass, who is a veteran of the military and just recently left duty to join the caravan and become a cool security officer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> really
3: cool. <laughs> <laughs> um,.
0: People are still rolling all fronts. It's great. I love that. That's I love. That's something I love to see. Love to see it. Cool. So, anyways, as I was saying, we are in that scene now. You have formed almost your entire caravan party um, at this halfway point up a mesa inside this small camp meant for the party of Grendel, Fenrir, and. Cassius Ardain the dictator and Fallbrook standing side by side have just arrived with Ardain standing in the middle the dictator looking kind of blase about the situation and Fallbrook looking uh, begrudgingly uh, uh, kind of just looking off into the distance um, not meeting anyone's eyes Uh, behind them is Cal who is holding a a cane Uh, not a fancy cane like uh, Fallbrook's it's just a standard black cane Um, uh, where he has been put back into his loose fitting clothes Um, and next to him is Fallbrook, not Fallbrook, uh, Humphrey who is smiling awkwardly and you can see some beads of sweat Rolling down the sides of his uh the sides of his uh face um, possibly too uh possibly due to uh, the giant pack that is straddled onto his back uh it's just a massive pack of a bunch of what looks like poles and fabric sticking out um or it could just be to the situation <laughs> <laughs> um Ardane says We need to talk At which point um, Humphrey walks forward To the middle of the camp To a small clearing in the middle of the camp um, Throws down his pack And then starts Setting up What looks like A tent <laughs> It's made of these Turquoise and magenta colors Uh What you will probably recognize from your time in Bailiff as the uh the the the, uh, the colours of um the fake Kingdom. <laughs>
1: And I help set up the tent.
0: Oh, sure, sure my boy. Yeah, boys, uh, uh, come over here. Yeah. Just hold these tent poles over here. Uh, okay, set this up together.
1: Okay. Sure thing, Humphrey.
0: <laughs> you go over and start holding tents as he creates the tension <laughs> needed to hold it up.
2: <laughs> I think Marigold's just been standing her ground ever since the group arrived. She has her notebook tucked under her arm and she's just kind of, I think she's mostly looking at Fallbrook. Neither of them are meeting each other's gazes, just kind of also glaring off at her. I think when Cal first showed up, Marigold like took one look at him and then can't can't really look at him after that like she just feels awful
0: right um yeah i think you yeah you you look at cal um and when you do make that short um that fleeting uh eye contact um you can see that like you can see that cal gives you a weary uh bashful smile (laughs)
2: Yeah, I don't think Marigold returns it, not out of bitterness. She just, um, she has a poker face on. hmm And it's not because of Cal, it's because of everyone else who's there.
0: Nat 20. <laughs> cool. Are you trying to incite me? Is that what that is? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what I roll, I roll for? <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> if I need to roll, you need to tell me. <laughs>
3: but,
0: uh, yeah. No, you don't have to. Uh... Uh okay yeah that's fair um yeah, if you're trying to do a poker a, a poker face uh yeah do bluff
2: um deception yeah but I don't think I can beat that um yeah that's only like a thirteen
0: yeah um cool. The first time Cal's ever successfully incited <laughs> something before. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
2: it, good, good to start now.
0: <laughs> um,
2: he knows I'm not mad at him. <laughs>
0: Thank God. Uh, um, um. Oh yeah, lunch. Uh,
5: I, I, okay. Uh, I think that before before everybody got up there that this is kind of going back a bit and also um, I think Gore turned into a little rabbit and sort of playing with oregano. Um, that's the first <laughs> thing I want to go with. Nice. Um, and that's uh, and I'm not sure what Sludge is doing. I think, you know, well, like, Magic Counter is now at two. <laughs> Um, Sorry. <laughs> you're fine um, and just I don't I'm not sure what just doing I think she's just kind of standing there waiting you know like Ardain just said um, you know we need to talk and um, she's kind of at the ready just preparing herself for a conversation mm-hmm. to be had but it's a bit anxious and doesn't really want to be the first one to speak up
3: mm-hmm
0: Well, that was a walk, Uh, says the dictator. (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, Cal, would you like to sit down for a moment? Uh, Oh, I don't. Yes, uh, yes, our day. Uh, Yeah, I can feel that uh, that false life starting to wear off a little bit. (laughs) Oh, yes, of course. uh, There seems to be some nice stones around here that you can take a seat on. Um, Ardain, uh, holds out their hand to Cal, uh, who takes it and leads him over to one of the nice smooth stones on the area and, uh, helps him walk over to there and lets him sit. Well, I didn't want to do this this way, but, uh, well, I guess my, uh, my talents of a of, a, of royalty uh, my negotiation and diplomatic talents are finally coming into play. so uh, as you can see, Humphrey and now Terry are setting off a little uh a little treaty tent is what we like to call it <laughs> um. And once that is set up, we can uh, we can uh, join in there, and we can have our little diplomatic negotiation about what has transpired and what will transpire.
2: Marigold grits her teeth and just inclines her head once. (laughs) I think she knows that if she starts talking, she's not gonna be able to stop, <laughs> and she doesn't want to blow it before it has begun. <laughs>
5: yeah. uh, I think Sla so, just gonna, like, end the um, word of, like, I think that false life is wearing off. I think she's gonna walk over to Cal and just, like, Do 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 you want me to, like... Give give you more, like flash, like you're tired. I'm just like whispering to him, dude. you want to get fucked up? you want to get jacked? No, <laughs> it's <I'm just, like, laughs> like, Do you want me to cast like false life on you? Like I can give, I can help out a little more, you no? Know? Make you feel a little better, considering
0: all the bullshit that just happened. <laughs> oh um, sure. Uh, if you think you can do that, sludge, uh, yes, that'd be a uh, nice.
4: And I'm gonna do
5: that. And so
0: what is it? it's like a- Yeah. I think you just do you just give them a like twelve hit points or something, or do you roll for that? I give them um I believe it's um one
5: D four plus my uh modifier.
0: One D uh, four plus four my- temporary hit points. <laughs> oh it is just flat four? Yeah. Okay. Um, um Oh, also, I've been doing wild magic for you poorly mm-hmm. um, because you're a sorcerer. Um, yeah, what should be happening is I want to, because you're a sorcerer and you have a you have a higher chance of activating wild magic because you will always have to act uh, roll for wild magic if it's not like a dire even if it's not a dire situation mm-hmm. um, or you won't have advantages on those rolls. Um, you will always cast your magic even if you activate the wild magic table. So you cast your magic, and then you roll on the wild magic table. So you can just Um, cast... uh, I rolled an
5: 18, so... No Uh, wild magic. Cool. And because Cal is pompous son of a bitch, I'm going to use my nice dice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's five health total. Uh, Yeah, you can, like... Like you saw back in... uh, Back in time, what the fuck um, <laughs> uh, like you saw back um, at the high tower, he had some nasty dark circles under his eyes from the exertion um and they've they've gone away a bit, but they're still there they're still prominent um but you like lay your hand on him and, and, and imbue this false life into him um and you can see him kind of like his cheeks start to flush a little bit as much as the mountain dwarfs. Cold blue skin can flush, and those dark circles start to recede a little bit. Oh, uh, thank you, sludge, and uh,
5: thank you for everything.
0: No problem. Also, I wasn't actually gonna push you. <laughs> I, I I I I recognize that now. I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I distrusted you.
5: You don't have to apologize for that uh <laughs> we can <laughs> talk about it
0: later <laughs> uh, uh excuse me um uh, 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 uh it's, it's, you can just say ordain Carson it's fine of course uh, ordain um <laughs> will we all be Joining you in your diplomacy tent treaty tent or is it just the expedition party and Carson's standing there very rigidly trying to find the most uh, formal of ways to (laughs) speak to our day Um, (laughs) it'll just be the uh, expedition party uh, for now but we will um uh, as this matter as most of these matters are so private and specific to them um we need to first adjoin uh with them in a uh, a uh, in confidentiality as it were and then when we uh retreat from the diplomacy tent sorry treaty tent <laughs> uh we will then inform the rest of the caravan uh, what has inspired and what we've discussed. As we are now and our Dane slowly looks to Fallbrook as we are now putting forth honesty before anything. <laughs> <Ooh. Dang. laughs> our
5: Dane. Our we've
0: set up the tent. <laughs>
5: We're ready to uh, talk. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> think of, thinking about that conversation like a few hours ago. Also, Dakota, you are kind of cutting out. Am I? Like, yeah, I think you have your um, the audio like silencing thing. Uh, like, in Discord specifically.
2: Are you being suppressed? <laughs> being
5: suppressed? Yeah, I think he's being suppressed.
0: Uh, okay. Is that any better? Or do you have to wait?
2: We have to just... wait, but
0: if you turn it off, that should help. Okay. Yeah. I I cool. only had like echo <clears throat> cancellation on.
1: I don't think you can have anything on. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Yeah, just go through and we'll tell you how it's going. Cool. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, well the the tent is set up, so let's all go into the tent and have our little talk. <sighs> um our Dane walks over and Humphrey Holds open uh, the tent flap for them and does a little swooping gesture, uh, indicating to go through. Thank you, uh, thank you, Artemis. <laughs> and Ardain ducks a little bit and walks through, uh, followed by the dictator and Falbrook.
1: Jeremy like looks at Humphrey for a second. And then scurries inside <laughs> and stands awkwardly by the door, his hands clenched.
5: Um, uh, Sludge is gonna take off her terrarium, just like. <laughs> and then, uh, as she's walking in, gonna look at Guppy
0: and just like wiggle her fingers and then goodbye emotion. Uh, oh, uh, quick retcon um, Dane helped Cal back up and led him through the place as well. After you, uh, Arte and uh, (laughs) Um, I
2: guess Marigold's the last one out here with Humphrey still holding the tent flap open. I think she just kind of faces away for a moment, takes her necklace out of her pocket, puts it on in front of her scarf. I think she straightens out her scarf, too. It's like, um... It's a bit of a symbol of the halflings of the Foken state to her. And she's, like, the only representative who's gonna be in that tent there. Mm-hmm. She wants to wear that proudly. Oh. And she goes in.
0: Nice. Um, <coughs> you walk... This is a sizable tent. Um, it's about 12 feet by 12 feet in a hexagonal shape. Um, it's a classic one of those classic like pointy tents that come to a point at the top <laughs> <box>. um, <laughs> um, Humphrey comes in with a rug under um under under his arm and walks to the center of the room and does a big show of unfurling it and flapping it and laying it down onto the red stone ground that the tent sits upon um Unveiling in the same colors as this tent, of this tent. Uh, what was that? Mm-hmm. I've also said
5: something.
0: No. my monologue. <laughs> um.
5: <laughs> uh, Will to be the first time, and certainly won't
0: be the last.
3: <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> um. So, Art <our> Humphrey. <laughs> sorry. Um. So Humphrey uh, does that, um, um, and the rug is in the same colors as the tent, and it is depicting the full symbol of the f- of the fake kingdom. It is a wreath of it is a wreath of rosemary, and in the center is this spiraling single eye with a bunch of. Intricate spiraling patterns inside of the eye and pupil and iris itself, uh, the sign of the of divination, which the high elves love. Um, Ardain uh, comes to the stands towards the edge of the rug. Uh, the dictator Humphrey Falbrook and uh, Ardain. <laughs> forgot their name. And Ardane are standing to one side of the room, and the three of you, I'm assuming, to the other side of the room. Um, yeah. Let's say They're on the right side of the room. Uh,
2: they think they're on the right
0: side. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Ardane come, comes to the edge of the carpet Um and they bring up both their hands and does a quick whirling motion. Nice. Why did my magic is not four? <laughs> um, and slowly you see this wooden table and set of chairs appear on top of the carpet. Nice. <laughs> um, Fallbrook walks over. T- uh, there's four But Cal's with you guys also. I'll say that too. I forgot to mention Cal. I always
1: do. do.
0: (laughs) He's the one with um um What's the what's the wood elf thing where you can Oh Mask of the Wild. Mask of the Wild.
1: (laughs) (laughs) While you were adventuring, I studied Mask of
0: the Wild. (laughs) Do love the elves. um our, uh so there's four chairs on each side of this long table long rectangular table um Ardang goes to one of the outer chairs and pulls it forward oh thank you, thank you Ardang <laughs> and sits in it um uh or i uh sorry um the dictator sits in it and kind of and just like puts their hands or their elbows on the table and cross their fingers a little bit in front of them they just kind of have this they turn their nose up a little bit (laughs) not in a snooty fashion but just uh, taking uh, what is you presume to be her standard stance (laughs) as a high chair and dictator that you saw when you first uh, went to a hearing With her um, And Humphrey Ardain, and Falbrook What My cushion is falling off the, the Roof <laughs> I can hear it Like oh. crackling <laughs> second, I was like who's making Noises <laughs> <Beer>. <laughs> Rumbling plastic you just taped it, I yeah, it's the best I could do,
1: oh my God,
0: don't you notice the the tape on them?
1: Yeah, no, I meant like to the ceiling, it's yeah <laughs> insane.
0: It was working for a while.
1: You need command
0: strips. I tried using command strips it doesn't work. What the fuck, yeah,
5: well, we um, used command strips for hours and then they melted onto the wall into some kind of weird goo,
1: oh.
0: Yeah, that's usually what you're supposed to do if but I, yeah, um, I couldn't do that. Um, it's weird for a lot of reasons. Um, anyways. Wow. Stupid. Um. All right, yeah, um, and the others take their seats. I think I already described that. Um, yeah, so, dictator- took her seat, and then Ardain, Humphrey, and Falbrook take their seats. I'm actually going to recount this again a little bit (laughs) and say that uh, um, the dictator took one of the... uh, Ardain holds up... Ardain pulls out one of the chairs in the middle, uh, one of the two chairs in the middle, which the dictator uh, takes and sits down in. Does a little thing, and then Falbrook takes the seat in the middle next to her, uh, with Humphrey and Falbrook on the outsides
4: okay.
0: What? What? You said oh, Falbrook twice. Oh my god! And then Ardain, and then Ardain <laughs> takes, uh, Ardain takes the seat uh, on the inside next to the dictator. My head is in a fog right now. Did I you am take your meds. S- yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, my head is in a fog right now. I'm so sorry. That's okay.
3: Okay.
2: <sighs> um, where did, um, did somebody help Cal get seated already?
4: No, Cal's just kind of standing there with you guys.
2: Um, how's he looking? He's
0: looking much better. Um he's he's kind of like he he has the cane like I said but he isn't using it to support his weight a lot. Um he doesn't seem to be in pain. He just seems to be kind of um tired and in a uh, fatigued. But uh he has been given some life from some more life from sludge's magic powers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think Marigold is going to go and pull out the farthest chair uh, that's in front of the dictator and hold it open for Cal if he wants to sit there.
0: Mm-hmm. Dictator is is towards the middle. She's towards the middle,
2: and um, then is Arden on the outside, or
0: no? Arden's in the middle too. Fallbrook and Humphrey first- What? Mm-hmm. Fulbrook and Humphrey are uh, on the on the on the outsides. Okay.
2: Then I think the um she's gonna go to the outside chair that is in front of Fallbrook and hold it open for Cal to sit
0: in. Uh, Cal smiles and nods at you and sits down, takes their seat.
4: Marigold steals herself
2: and she's gonna go sit in front of Fallbrook. Unless Sledge or Tyrami wants to, oh,
0: wait. I just sat. No, no, no. You,
2: you, you said I just sat in front of Falbrook. Then, um, I think Marigold goes to sit in front of the dictator. Then, <laughs> nice.
5: I think Sledge is going to sit
0: in front of Fallbrook.
1: <laughs> no, nope. Cal, Cal is sitting in front of Falbrook. Oh.
0: No, Cal's in front of oh, okay. Ordain.
1: In front of Ordain.
0: I thought. I thought you said. Cal I thought, Wait, I I thought you said Cal was sitting in front of Fallbrook oh, and then you changed you know, it to Ardain. Let's,
2: let's talk about it. Who, who do you want to sit in front of?
0: I don't want to sit in front of
1: Falbrook.
2: You want to sit in front of Fallbrook? Does Terry want to sit in front of Humphrey?
1: Sure. <laughs> I was going to sit in front of Fallbrook. <laughs> It's fine. I'll just hang out with Humphrey. Um...
2: I'm trying to decide if Marigold wants to sit in front of the dictator or in front of Ardain. I think she wants to sit in front of the dictator, so she'll hold open the chair that's in for Cal, so yes.
0: In front of Ardain? Yes. Okay, cool. Ardain. Cal. <laughs> uh, nods. <laughs> Smiles and sits down. Sit down, man. <laughs> I'm gonna do the rest of this session in an Italian in a horrible Italian accent.
2: Pizza, pasta, <laughs> put it on my balls.
0: Cheesy, I'm i my balls. Dim! That's how the dictator opens this <laughs> hearing. Cool, everyone's sitting down. It's great. We solved
1: the sitting down puzzle You,
0: you solved my riddle Our looks at you and says You did it <laughs> There's no more conflict <laughs> I'm so proud of them Chutor <laughs> appears and gives you all god powers Oh hell yeah Chutor gives you no clip. clips
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Would you say such Instead, I use
0: my god powers to cause the apocalypse. Oh, shit. Um, Ardain says again, and before we start off this session, um Ardain again lifts their hands and, like, spreads them out in front of them uh as if they were smoothing down uh a tablecloth. And from it, and emitting from it, you see this a uh, shiny, translucent uh, circle appear from their hands and grow to the width width of this hexagonal room, um, and it's been quiet. But you could hear, you know, the sounds of the wind outside. Um, maybe the pecking of some weird birds that they call did the Carson say that they called them road runners? No. Okay. Um, some weird birds. Terry, do you have a name for these birds?
1: They're just long birds right now. Long I'll name birds. them later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot on my mind.
0: So, uh, what, do you, what do you call these birds? Do you have a name for them yet? We can't figure them out at all. Mm, long bird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an Humphrey voice again.
1: Uh, he wants to know, too. Uh, <laughs> is it the same spell that Ardain cast last time when we had our review? Yes, yes, it is.
0: Looks like it. Um, good job. <laughs> Terry <God>. remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but um, there were some sounds outside. But once they cast this, you are you are put into silence. There is no sil- There is no uh, sound from the outside, and all you can hear is the slight creaking of the wooden chairs ASMR ASMR you are being killed (laughs) there's a small there's a beat of silence that feels like it goes on forever Um, and Ardain brings their hands together and in front of them clasps them well I guess I'll start things off (laughs) Uh, firstly, uh, the dictator and I would uh, like we would like to assure you, especially you, Tarami and Sludge, that uh, there will be you, the three of you, will uh, you will not be put. You will not have any car outside. There will, there will be no large lasting consequences to what transpired in the ruins underneath High tower. You are not this may appear on your records, but uh you are not formally being charged with any heinous crimes of treason or. Any of the such. You still have a place inside the fake kingdom and bailiff. <sighs> Term is visibly oh, relieved. <laughs> just to be
5: clear, I'm not losing my shop over this.
0: No, you're not losing your shop. Uh, yes, we are, we're not so puritanical as it may seem. <laughs> No, uh, unlike uh, other nations, we do not (laughs) throw our criminals or wrongdoers into coliseums to fight it off to the death. No, there's diplomacy to be found here. There's always tact and diplomacy.
5: Is just gonna have just like a big sigh of
3: relief.
2: (laughs) Marigold is still glaring at Fulp. uh, Like she keeps. She's sitting in front of the dictator. Mm -hmm. I think her hand is kind of clenched on the tabletop, or um, she's kind of holding her two hands together. Her nails are digging into her palms, and she's. Looking at Fallbrook, Mm -hmm. and just I want to send the message there's always diplomacy (laughs) because Marigold feels like Fallbrook used her and the other expedition party members during that um, break into the ruins.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Does Um. Fallbrook react? Yeah. One second. Um, um, does right. that
2: set? Does that increase the counter? It's no. a
0: cantrip. Oh yeah. Yes, it does. The mm-hmm. counter is now at six because <laughs> our Dane also okay. cast another spell with that <laughs> silent spell.
5: Um, and out of nowhere, sludge in rapid fire succession just keeps blasting witchbolt on the table. <laughs> Six times There was a clock in the corner of the (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: room.
0: Fallbrook looks at you with uh, with a steely expression. If you'd like to get anything out of it, you would have to roll an insight check.
3: I
2: will. I swear to God, that's a nat twenty. Oh. <laughs> um, that's twenty-five. <laughs>
0: Let's see if fucking Albrook can do a Nat 20 too. Nope. <laughs> 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 um Oh shit, what do you get out of this? That's a good one. Um Nat 20, huh?
2: Her credit card information,
0: please. <laughs> no. Social can, security number. Social security <laughs> number. You steal L- her
1: identity. <laughs> <laughs> you cast a tech <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> Third level.
0: You read her like a fucking book. Um, <laughs> book. Wow. Yeah, so Fallbrook has this very steely, almost blank expression in her face. Um, but marigold you can read her like a book um just from knowing what fallbrook is like from your work with her um what has transpired and her actions and her reactions to things you can you've just kind of cracked her open at this point which is hard (laughs) to do (laughs) um and you can tell, and you've been like, and you've been studying Falbrook's face this entire time too. Uh, ever since Falbrook has appeared, you've just been staring her down and trying to figure her out. Um, and you, yeah, you really begin to crack her down. Uh, and you are seeing a very complex set of emotions transpiring on her face right now just from the very very slight reactions she has to what everyone is saying especially sirens especially things that are said Uh, passive-aggressively directed at her. (laughs) Um, Like, you could tell that the dictator's little speech was obviously directed at her and she did not like that. (laughs) Um, Anyway, (laughs) there is a complex pool of emotions that are transpiring and playing on her face right now. There is just anger. Anger. Of being here in this situation, essentially being caught. This sense of embarrassment, humiliation, and anger for being put into this situation. There's regret coming from. There is seemingly guilt and regret playing on her face as well. She does seem to have empathy <laughs> um, when she went, when they were talking about the like sludge asking if she would keep her shop in ordain or in and, like also ordain saying um, that they would not be convicted of any lasting crimes or punishments um, you could see guilt in her face at that time she realizes what she has done to you uh, she did it she did do that um, she did it to you uh, <laughs> she had to do it to us there is guilt um, thirdly the most uh, prominent emotion on her face is how to sum this one up Regret. There is a sense of regret and almost seeming longing in her face. As if. God, the car is very loud. As if there was something just inside of her grasp. Something. Massive inside of her graft that just fled. And she could not hold on to it. She's wondering, seemingly, seems like she's wondering what could have happened.
2: I think Marigold taking all this in over the course of the past couple minutes part of her softens. Although she doesn't let that show on her face. She knows that Fallbrook is feeling a lot of things and empathizes with their situation. And Marigold also knows that she took away the opportunity from Fallbrook. She took away the same Opportunity that Chutor gave to her. hmm. That's. Um, shitty. <laughs> but she tries to not
0: let it show on her face.
4: Mm hmm.
0: Uh, roll for that. Roll deception. Can you beat a 25? Nope. No, I can't. <laughs> 24, sorry. <laughs> uh,
2: I definitely can't. It's like an, It's like a 10.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. I will also say that when Falbrook looks at you, and because you got a fucking 20, there is anger. There has been anger. shown on her face. Disguised incredibly well. <laughs> but, um, when she looks at you, you just see guilt. And not anger directed at you.
2: Mm-hmm. I think what happens is like, Marigold's lip twitches, and she like goes to um, raises a hand to cover her mouth. I mm-hmm. tries to play it off like she's scratching her face, but that's like mm-hmm. I can't hold my poker face against mm-hmm. Fallbrook, knowing that she's not mad at me. <sighs> what a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what's it the, there will be no lasting impact on your careers or life in the fake Kingdoms and her colonies colony Uh. what else aren't you telling us (laughs) (laughs) that was not a yeah (laughs) of course there is a matter of well you will be fined 50,000 gold pieces 30,000 uh,
2: pieces?
0: But I've. Falbrook speaks up. But. I have taken responsibility for this. And will be paying that, uh. fine. Entirely.
4: <laughs>
2: <sighs>
0: okay. that, <laughs> uh, we. Oh, sorry, did you want to say something miracle?
2: No, she just okay. goes back to like pursing her lips like <laughs> just, just, kind of internally like, yeah, no, you should. You should be <laughs> fine.
0: And the problem with that, that donation <laughs> We can really muster up our science program. <laughs> Namely, we can put that to our new venture of this Remfrey expedition. <laughs> and, uh, you have aided and embedded embedded, embedded embedded the criminal. She, like, does a quick glance to Falbrook. <laughs> <laughs> but she has told me that you have she's taken most responsibility for that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You told me of the daughter's straits you were in at the time. (laughs) Yes, so? Like I said, I don't want the three of you to worry as much about that. There is always place for diplomacy in the fake kingdom. So that is not the- unless you have any other questions to that regard, that is not the bulk of this meeting.
2: No, I don't believe it is.
0: We are all guilty of keeping a lot of things from each other. And I think it's time we come clean with that. We are, after all, and Ardane looks to everyone in the room, from face to face, like from Ardane to Humphrey for a very brief second, to Cal, <laughs> to the three of you, and then the, the dictator, like does a curt little like... <laughs> Nods their head to the side a little bit. They're <laughs> um, all guilty of this, and uh, now that we are all working together as a team, and have been working together as a team, I think our strengths are best played if we are all working with the same assumptions and with the same amount of knowledge.
2: Marigold puts her I think she almost slumps back in her chair like everything that she was trying to uh, all the effort she was maintaining to sit up straight and um, be I don't know like a presence in the room is kind of being undone and she she just nods just nods and rubs her forehead like yeah, that is, that is true. Like That is exactly what needs to happen.
0: <laughs> so I would not like to point fingers, as we are all guilty of this, but, uh, <clears throat> I think some of us are... <laughs> Rave theme just came on. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> but I think some of us are... Uh, have a little bit more to tell than others, and ourdain looks to Fallbrook, <laughs> who does not meet their eyes. They're just continuing to stare into the back in the, in the back or out into the middle distance
1: Does everybody's heads just like turn <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> uh the d- dictator just like does like a like they like kind of like glance over at Fallbrook but doesn't turn her head. Um, Humphrey's just kind of like fidgeting his seat <laughs> a little bit. Make him sit still for this <laughs> Why do I have to be the one to say it? Our Dane, you know as much as I do about everything. And you too, Humphrey. If you would like to speak up at any point. <laughs> Why don't you Tell everyone what's going on Yes I too am guilty in Not uh, Providing information but But seeing that you are The director of this expedition team I think it's best that It comes from you as this is your knowledge, after all. And, again, Humphrey and I are both guilty of this, as we have been let in as you're bored on this information, but I believe it is your responsibility to divulge that to others. Well, I have given you permission
4: to speak of it, so that is just as good. Is it coming from me? Isn't it?
1: They're just staring at each other.
0: Yes.
2: Marigold, Marigold, um, I think she's just been, like, closing her eyes while our Dana's all just, like, pass the ball back and forth, (laughs) metaphorically. And she's just going to slowly reach a hand out and place it on the tabletop, and then open her eyes and look at Fallbrook and say, Who is Chutor to you? Nice. <laughs> uh, roll persuasion. Uh, 15. Uh-huh.
0: Cool. Um... Falbrick slowly takes her eyes away from stop. slowly like peels her eyes away from Ardain's, uh and looks to you and then the rest of you guys almost as if like she kind of looks like Felbrook kind of looks like she's like just remembered you guys are in this room <laughs> <laughs> okay, <bye. Rub>. mm-hmm. <sighs> Jutor yes Chutor, you got his name. Well. Chutor is... an elusive figure to me. I have seen him... Marigold, have you told... you? You haven't told them, or anyone... Um, except the so yeah you ha- you ha- you never told anyone until recently that you saw Chutor in a dream right? Or you saw right. a figure in a dream.
2: Yeah, I've only I've only told the party that today on the walk.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Falbrook says, "Well, I guess I've seen him about once more than you guys." The three of you have. I met Chutor when I first came to Remfrey He appeared
4: to me, and only me, in
0: the bowels of Fulver Castle. He appeared to me seemingly not wanting to see me directly, but just right place, right time sort of situation. And he told me as much as he's told you in that situation. He is, he was and is a leader of a nation. And that they fell to some sort of Monsters, some form of monsters. He didn't divulge what kind, and I could tell he knew a lot—a <laughs> lot of that he knew. He held a lot of knowledge that I wanted, and he made a small deal of me that I would divulge some information of our world, and in return, he would divulge more of his. I told him in so many words and so many guarded words that we were a people of five races and that we were new to this continent. And then he told me a little bit of a nation, of his past nation. A wonderful nation. Uh, Utopia, he called it. That fell, and that is all he told me before disappearing, saying that he would likely meet with me again. The second time I saw him was underneath High Tower. It was the day of the festival. Marigold and Callan Ardane, you were. You were looking at those strange occurrences of the ripples in the water of Lake Mesa, and its unknown occurrence. And well, I knew, and Falbrook looks dictator for a little bit at this point. I knew there was something underneath Fal. Fal- I knew there was something underneath High Tower, and I assumed. Well, I wanted to find out if that was causing this disturbance, whatever it was. I think you knew full well what was underneath that. I think you knew full well what was underneath Hightower, seeing that uh, apparently Cassius was in your employ the entire time. Yes. (laughs) I did. (laughs) that I wanted to see for myself.
4: So... Ardain... And Falbrook looks to Ardain.
0: I... I... put a little spell on Falbrook that... made her invisible, so she could... go down and... see the sights. (laughs) And so I went down, invisible. She smiles a little bit at this. <laughs> um, I went down and investigated. Uh, quite thrilling, I must say. <laughs> Felt like a, a a protagonist in a novel. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> And I went down, and there was Jutor. Again, not seemingly wanting to see me in particular, but uh, he was there in front of the great doors of the ruins. Then we spoke for a bit. He told me of his... (sighs) What he called... Oh, there we go. What was that? Oh, uh, sorry, um, nothing. Um, and he said that he needed help starting what, uh, he. <laughs> What he called is what was it the Taichiam Coltrane? He said that it would that it needed a little uh, jump-starting, it needed a little boost as it did not have enough uh, immediate energy to start up, and that once it was, he could help protect us and do something to help defend us from what he now revealed to me were the giants that destroyed his nation. The dictator is just fully staring at Fallbrook right now. Not saying anything, but just staring at her with Uh, Naked um, Not disbelief, but uh,
2: Incredulity (laughs) Incredulity,
0: thank you And I like to judge I like to I believe myself to be a very good Judge of character And good at telling lies, or seeing through lies when I see them. And I could tell that Jutor had no ill will towards us. So, I convinced Ardain to release a mass amount of readily available arcane energy into the air at the end of their at the end of the play. Which was the display you saw the the, the grand final of Ardain or Delior closing the gates.
3: Yes.
4: I...
0: I didn't think it would come to anything. As I've told Fallbrook,
4: I didn't fully believe that there was this
0: figure that she saw. I thought it was just... I don't know. I had reason to believe this, that it was not real, and I don't think it's my place to divulge why. No, as it is not pertinent to this investigation, or debriefing, or anything to do with the
4: expedition. And so, our day did... Chotor took
0: control of this Tataya Chiam Kothram and imbued something into High Tower after building it up, and then, well, you know the other instances of Chotor, and that's who he is to me.
4: You
2: were teaching him. Marigold's hand is still on the tabletop. I don't think it's left the whole time. It's just that her fingers have slowly been curling into a fist. And all she's thinking about is what am I telling Reva? What am I letting into our world?
1: you motherfucker
2: (laughs) you were teaching him and you didn't even
4: know what his long game was
3: huh
5: remains silent. <laughs> I think with that something and so it just kind of clicks. Like um, initially just like you know trusts Tutor, but um, I don't know um, what Marigold just said. <laughs> To kind of maybe placed doubt in her mind, <laughs> and that was just kind of getting a little mad at Fallbrook, just
4: thinking, like,
5: she put, <laughs> you put so many people's lives at risk, and you don't even know what they're doing?
4: I was. It was a...
5: You waited until the end of the festival, where there were lots of people everywhere, and you just let... What? You put so many people's lives at risk. I appreciate so much of the things that you have done for me. You have done quite a lot. But... I just can't understand why you would... Oh my god. That was... You put my family at risk. You put my friends at risk and their families and just people... I can't fucking believe this. And then you have the gall to yell at me for trying to look after my own. Uh, I have no... We had no idea what was up there. I was going to go help initially. But you know what? It makes sense for Gore to go. He's much better with these things. I just wanted to make sure that... Maybe I could have gone, you know with him, but I just... Guppy can handle himself. I don't... But I just don't want anything to happen to him. And you just make... You just made this decision. This horrible decision. And it just... And then rail into me (laughs) after you do something fucking catastrophic. This... I thought this was the apocalypse. The, we just had a play that was demonstrating something similar to this exact thing. I thought maybe the gates actually fucking opened and we were all about to die. And I just can't. I just cannot.
0: Fabric's <laughs> just looking at you and letting you go off at her. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. So just took her elbows from the table and Marry just start her your temples. Just
5: like,
1: I can't <laughs> fucking believe this. The entire
2: table staring at us,
1: <laughs> <laughs> letting loose.
0: <laughs> Go off, queen. I will apologize for going off at you and. Uh, talking down to you. That was incorrect. Uh, but, uh, I can't think of, honestly, a better time to have done it. Everyone was in one place. We were surrounded by rangers. And we had everyone there. You, Ardain and Humphrey, Cassius, Fenril, Gore, Carson, Tarragon, Cal, Gubby, and Gore. Our greatest heroes and greatest players were all there and at the ready to do what they could to protect the town. Without saying nothing of, well, I understood I took a risk, but I can see through Chutor. I may not know his end game, but like I said, I know he has no ill will towards us, and he was not going to endanger us.
1: Can you see through him like he saw through us?
0: I am not magical. I cannot put people into trances like that and make them tell the truth.
4: and what
1: what if the risk didn't pay off did you you know what whatever that was did you know what it was I knew it was
4: going to defend us or do something to defend us and well
0: we'll have to see on that I was I was hoping to learn more about what has happened in the festival and before our time and find a way to report back to you. But
4: maybe for the better that did not happen. Alright, now what? (laughs) Believe I have said my piece. I have told you. I have let you in on
0: all I know. And the knowledge that I have been wrongfully
4: keeping from you. Thank you. right that's good to have out in the open
0: things aren't this easy in the republic I am not used to such an arrangement
2: yeah we do it different back at home too
5: I tend to tell people what's going on. I mean, you know, I am—I am much of an open book,
0: and I—that is some—that is one of the things that I appreciate about you most, sludge, and something I honestly aspire to do. Hmm not going to respond to
5: that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fair.
2: Miragold is turning over this um, this new insight into the construct scenario. Um, I think it's just like she can see it from Fallbrook's perspective and also from like her own where Fallbrook tried planning it in a way where nobody would get hurt um but it's still kind of uh, she still feels kind of frustrated that it seems like Fallbrook made that call on her own like what if what if it had broken really bad and then just all the people in Bayleaf were hurt by something that they didn't understand and also Marigold herself still doesn't completely understand the construct because like Tutor and the Crystal Forms are also claiming that it was for our safety but she still doesn't know if they have the same understanding of what safety is Mm-hmm. Like, it seemed very alien at the time. So she's just thinking about all those aspects. What does the dictator look like? How does the dictator
3: feel about all this?
0: <laughs> she's still just kind of, like, incredulously at Fallbrook um it seems like she would have said something to the same tune of like what Sludge was saying but (laughs) Sludge put it so well (laughs) and is also like a citizen of the Fae Kingdom so um Dictator is just kind of like choosing her battles right now I think Mm -hmm. um might be something that she'll go into later with the dictator. Yes. Falbrook, <laughs> well, if you told us of this. Well, you know that we High Elves, we love knowledge. <laughs> we love figuring things out and Well, a lot of it comes down to you just not understanding a single thing about the fake Kingdom and our procedures and our Our values. You wanted to break into the ruins? And you had the ability to do that? We would have loved it if you just came to us. Sylvia, <laughs> and told us that you could do it. And then, well, we could have gone in together. Oh my and- god. these <laughs> <laughs> things out. <laughs> Fucking amazing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wanted to summon this, I don't know what you called it, this construct. Whatever word they use. We would have loved that, too. We could have had everything prepared for this. Have the rangers ready. Have people evacuated or something like that. If this is something that an outside force was planning to do and might have found ways to do it, well, we could have been prepared for that and been ready for it. And... (sighs) Holbrook, oh, I knew you had something to do with it. But I knew you knew or something that you and. are Dane? Oh, wow. That's a thinker. We are working together, aren't we? We did make. I thought you, republics, I loved, uh, we're not republicans. (laughs) I thought the people of the republic loved treaties and deals. And I thought we made a deal to work together. And you didn't honor it.
4: Hmm.
0: Where are your values, Sylvia? If you have any.
3: God.
1: Oh
0: god. <laughs> Eviscerated. It seems that oh. Fuck, nineteen plus I don't know what she probably had high charisma. Thirteen. <laughs> Twenty-three, I mean. Uh got all rooked. You obviously do not know how the Republic works, (laughs) Dictator. We do like deals, and we like working within those deals, but (laughs) you're never safe in the Republic. There's always at least five people above you trying to stop you and sabotage you and just stop your forward progression and not just with words and sneaky deals but well <laughs> i cannot i cannot tell you dictator how many times i have subverted death by the hands of spies. You are never safe in the Republic. I had to fight tooth and nail to get everything that I have earned and won.
3: So what I What does
5: this have to do with you coming to Bailiff? A place you don't live and just fucking it up.
1: Oh. Would you have done this in the Republic? She wanted humans on her team.
0: What?
1: Oh. That's why she wanted humans on her team. So to call her out.
4: <laughs> of course, I would do this in the Republic as well. Like I
0: said. It was a very controlled situation. I should not have railed on you as hard as I did, Sludge, but... Way past that. The reason I was so... angry... was... It was misplaced anger at you, but... it was more a fear for the people of Bailiff. I told Jutor exactly who would be coming to speak to him. And, with you missing, he assumed the worst. (laughs) I think he assumed that I was trying to kill him or something. (laughs) Or maybe something had fallen beyond my grasp, beyond my power, in that another force was here to stop him. Sounds like a problem
5: that could have been remedied by, I don't know, telling us. Yes,
0: that is correct. I have also been working under the assumption that subordinates do exactly as you tell them and are in complete compliance with your orders, and I see that is not a (coughs) cultural... (laughs) A uh, universal understanding. This
2: is really an interesting exchange of cultures because um, we don't have subordinates where I'm from. So it's <laughs> a <laughs> very interesting. Ripped to you,
1: but I'm different.
2: <laughs> that was that was entirely with spite. She says that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not a universal truth, I see.
5: <laughs> I mean if I'm being honest, those are very vague orders. You can do this. That was all I was told. That was all that was said. Nothing was said you must go fight that. It was just you can do this. It's that's that's more of a word that's more that's more encouraging than anything, but that was a pretty I felt pretty discouraged. (laughs) 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 So maybe you should be a little more clear with your instructions
0: in the future. Mike's dying. It's not dying like it's breaking. It's just falling. Oh, no. It's fine. Um, Yes, well... And also given the orders that you were to intercept any monster that came your way and not let anyone else get in the way of that. Which, Ardain says, which we should also, I think, update, or at least bring to the four of you about that. Since we're working more with honesty, how much are we to reveal to the caravan? I think there's no
1: reason to withhold any anything that we find out. If everybody's working together, I think it's safer and better to understand exactly what's going on. And we can respond to any sort of situation that comes up uh, you know, to the best of our abilities.
5: Personally, I see no reason not to tell them everything because they're going to be out in the wild with us.
1: Exactly.
5: And things will be coming to us. So I, maybe, you know, we... I just don't understand. We're working as a team, and it would just be better, and more work would get done if we just were very transparent about what's going on. I can understand maybe only us going out and finding these things, but relaying the information to them to have them document it. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just doesn't make sense that I would have to hide something. I mean, Guppy's the science officer. What's he going to have to study if I keep secrets from him?
1: You know, why not? You know, people could have weird talents or know things that we don't know they know and help us figure out stuff that we find you know if we if we found more ruins people more sets of eyes could find different things in there
0: cal speaks up for the first time <laughs> i i can i can i can understand uh not wanting to share your your studies and information but if they're putting their lives on the line, I think it makes sense that they know everything that's happening
2: this whole section of this of the discussion, Marybel has been like looking down at the table and not <laughs> not weighing in on it. And then Cal speaks up, and she looks over slowly to him. guess that if we're collaborating it's good to be transparent
0: character growth <laughs> plus one experience
5: <laughs> first one of the game <laughs> <laughs> So,
2: we will share our findings with our peers Uh -uh. because they know things that we don't. And that's only going to increase our mutual understanding if we discuss that. That's how you learn.
0: (laughs) (sighs) As long as it stays within, especially information on the Yugen, stays within our realm of knowledge, Caravan included, and of the monsters. With this new outlook on life, I don't see a reason not to do this. There we go. Humphrey, do you have anything insightful to say on this?
2: Yeah, Humphrey, what was at the top of Hightower? Oh, yes,
4: yeah, Hightower! Yeah, <laughs> <you're>
0: my- <laughs> wait, wait Sod. what did you say?
5: Yeah, what well, was, like, you went up there, didn't you? Yes, I went up there, and I, uh, Lloyd
0: and I, we saw not much of anything. <laughs> it was just Hightower, at uh, the top of it. Uh,
1: no weird orb?
0: No orbs. No. None that I could see. Just telescope. Books. That it rattles around on the floor. Fortunately. Sorry, Cal. And our tame. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. Just a little wrinkled. What's wrong with a little wrinkled book? <laughs> I, uh,
5: that's not satisfying. No. We went up Sorry. there and Cal almost died. I think.
0: Hmm. Yeah, something happened.
5: I mean, we're both sorcerers. I mean, maybe it has something to do with the, like, crystal in his chest, the Yugen. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, I don't think it has
0: an yes. effect
5: on magic specifically, so I think it would be safe for, you know, people like Ardain and I to go up there as we have no mortal ties to, you know, we're not Cal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Slush.
5: Sorry, I don't know how to, I just don't know how to say it <laughs> Yes Falbrook says
0: About this Yugen I heard that Cal And Marigold's Yugen Were reacting to this I've been informed on Cal's Yugen uh, That his soul got trapped. Mm. <sighs> Never sits well. His soul got trapped uh, in Marigold's Yugen Since we are sirens. Oh no. <laughs> I roll a d6. I got a four. Hope I don't die of combustion. Of calm. <laughs> I got a four. I combust him.
2: <laughs> I hope I don't
3: combustion.
0: You know what? Fucking Ordain can just do YouTube poops with their mouth. <laughs> I think you were going to their mind, but also
1: that's pretty good. a <laughs> <laughs> nice message and just do a YouTube poop at you. <laughs> Only just, you can hear it. <laughs> you can respond. Zeus. <laughs> Zeus.
0: I am not Zeus.
1: <laughs>
0: you have to get And if you die,
3: <laughs> all
0: right. Real shit now. Um. Yeah. So, uh, you guys were just talking about cows. Uh, Soul abduction by the Yugen, or Falbrook was. Yes, I heard that Cal's soul got trapped in Marigold's Yugen. Since we're airing out everything, Marigold, would you like to elaborate on your Yugen and how you acquired it?
4: I think we both can.
2: (sighs) I and Cal, we have been studying we have been studying Yugen for a while now. We started when we were at ours. and um, oh, we weren't alone. We had another prominent scholar with us. Her name was Elizabeth, and this was her Yugen. And then she stops to see if Cal wants to fill in anything <laughs> here. She also knows that this is maybe hard
0: for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, car's passing.
3: Totally.
0: Um, yeah, uh, uh, Cal looks um, resolute right now. Um, he's looking to Fallbrook too Um And there's not a lot of emotions playing off of him right now. Yes, it was... It was Elizabeth's Eugen, um, and he smiles a little bit actually when he says that it was an old, old, old family heirloom of theirs uh, I'm not entirely sure how they acquired it or how it became into their possession, but it was in it was a heirloom that's been passed down for centuries and I don't think anyone knew of its power I think Elizabeth once told me that the story was that uh, her family who were uh, closer to the coast uh, who lived on the coast part when Back a long time ago when the boundaries of the uh, rolling hills touched the coast, their their beach-faring people found this crystal in the sand. I think they thought it to be some sort of strange sea glass, but... In closer inspection, it was an odd crystal never before seen, and instead of pawning it off, they've just been passing it on. Hell dwarves do love tradition. And he stops at that. Marigold
2: nods once. So... This was hers. It was hers for a long time. And now it's mine. I keep this safe because it is a very pure and powerful piece
4: of you again and I study it because it's everything
2: to us (laughs) I didn't know I still don't know everything that there is to know about it I held it out to Cal when I knew that he was going to be joining me on this journey. And something that we've never seen before happened. I knew that it had this capacity to store energy and magic because I've seen it before. I've seen it before with the other pieces of Yugen that we found on the expedition. Those pieces, they stored isolated spells or magical effects. Gusts of wind. Petrifying rays. But this was different. This was... She kind of closes her eyes. It just took him. This is not just my story. It's also yours, Cal. (laughs) I don't know if you saw anything while you were in there.
0: Cal looks to you. And do an insight check. Ooh. Not great. Uh, 12. 12?
3: Yeah.
0: Um Um, Cal looks to you and it looks like he's asking permission for something.
2: Um I think she like kind of like furrows her eyebrows and like nods her head like we're talking now like we're allowed to talk where we can say what we're gonna say and it would be better if you just said what you were gonna say <laughs> <coughs> um
0: Cal looks back to Falbrook and looks around the table well um yes uh, I reached out to grasp it and I my hands and he looks at his hand and you can still see the scar of the burn mark of the Yugen when he grasped it and couldn't let go. It felt like I was being like my whole body was being torn apart and trying to be sucked into this capsule. And I, I thought I saw someone during this. It was a a figure, a person, and I thought it was Elizabeth. I think I just, it was hers, and then I saw a figure, and I just assumed that it was her. But it wasn't. I know that now. I don't know who that was. And then I don't really know how to describe what happened next. I just felt just the deepest form of con. Content, possible I just felt warm not
4: happy but content
0: and I was just in this pure state of contentness <laughs> until I started to feel cold and I felt my worries and anxieties and my joys come back to me and I woke up and I saw and Cal looks to the expedition party in Ardane, and I saw that I had been saved okay. <laughs> and looks at Marigold and smiles and you can see there's like a small tear falling out of his eye <laughs>
2: Yeah, she's like this whole time I do think that her face has been in her hands (laughs) like she can't look up during Mm -hmm. this and when he says that he talks about being content and he talks about feeling that warmth she thinks about all the times the Yugen gets warm when it's activated or sensing something that's something that has not consumed her the way it has Cal, but she knows what he's talking about. (gasps) So that's what happened. An unforeseen magical event, which we undid. Luckily we had another piece of Yugen. Seems to have that same ability. Hold life energy.
0: And where did you get this Yugen? And
2: we acquired this Yugen while we were caught up in some personal business. Something unrelated to our functions as expedition party members. (laughs) Marigold glances over to Sludge.
5: Because this
2: involves her more so.
5: Does Sludge know where this Yugen came from? Yeah, Sludge is. Oh,
0: Oh, no. no, that's a good point, yeah. Does yeah, you so you would have told Sludge?
2: <laughs> oh shit.
0: <laughs> I think Sludge
2: could've
1: asked about it later. Like, I don't think Sludge would've asked about Yugen. Yugen's Yugen, you
5: know. Fair. Yeah. But um I think y'all would have I I definitely think that people would have like Gore would have relayed just like, Hey, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah, and um just at some point something was, like, forever formally discussed, but, Mm -hmm. um... She still doesn't, like, really know. I guess maybe, like... She knows that Kim Trader had you again? And then, like, this thing with Cal happened, and I'm not sure (laughs) she would... I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right.
3: So,
0: it's not my business, I suppose, if it's personal, but... I would like to know where this massive piece of Hugin came from. (laughs) If you're willing to divulge such information.
2: Well, while
4: we were in Bailey, I came across a...
2: We came across a shrine... To the god tear, and I sensed within it an intense magical effect. A necromatic magical effect that I had not seen before. And I think it was tied to the sea again. I confiscated it to study. And then when the events with the other shard transpired, this was our backup, and so we had to use it.
0: Is that a one? Shit. Yeah, that is a one.
5: Yeah.
0: I don't... I have no
5: idea who that is.
0: It's a... um,
2: She wouldn't know. She's like she's like a very <laughs> high-ranking official. She probably knows.
0: Tear isn't an elf god. Oh, oh to
2: worship her. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: I mean there's like some bleed over, but like Tear is not it is it is more known in it's mm-hmm. more of an orc and human god. Interesting. Hmm.
2: Okay.
5: Um when she says like i don't know that god uh so just just like oh tier is um it's like the god of justice his his, um whole thing is like i don't know just bringing justice to criminals and stuff and just like wrongdoers they uh also have that their symbol is of a mall it's like a
3: big ass fucking
5: hammer it's kind of cool to be honest i like that symbol um and this, it's got a lot of neat things about it. Um, I, I don't know the practices too much. I'm not a follower of tier myself, but I did follow a follower of tier for a while, Same. and um, it's 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 a lot of. Uh, I like their songs. <laughs>
0: Yes, it's a mainly a human god and has bled over to the Orcish Empire. Um, <laughs> yes. Mall signature. Hmm. Why is that so familiar to me? is <laughs> gonna bug me. <laughs> anyway, so Oops. a shrine has this piece of Yugen in it. Yugen isn't easy to come across and definitely has very little, if any uh, it is illegal to possess Yugen outside, at least in the Fey Kingdom and in the Republic Kingdom but we're not our kingdom (laughs) despite the Kingslayer (laughs) Um, and in the Republic and its colonies. Yes, it's uh, illegal for uh, civilians to possess it if they're not uh, equated with uh, a science organization uh, affiliated directly with the fake kingdom. So that's legal.
1: Jeremy, <laughs> like, kind of turns to Sledge and Miracle, like, hey, that's good, right? Camille. What? <laughs> like, <I> <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, that's good, right? Like, that's something we can get gantrade with.
5: I think Sludge is just gonna, like, weak smile.
0: <laughs> so, do you have any idea of how this shrine found a way to possess you?
2: Marigold glances at Sludge, like, I don't know, but I
0: would presume someone put it there. Sludge, you do not know. I do not
5: know. I wasn't there when it was acquired. I I mean, yeah.
2: Someone put it there. The person uh, involved with our personal business. Well. Her name is Camdreda. I think she's like looking to sludge like seeing if it's okay to be saying this.
5: Stop me at all or I don't... Mm, no. I don't... I don't know. It's like... Because we can
2: keep towing towing around it or it might be good if we have somebody keep an eye out for GFS.
3: Mm-hmm. Um...
5: <laughs> uh, I guess, like... I'm um, just like you say, like, her name is Gandreda and, um... But she started fall. Like, I guess she found a lot of new friends. So maybe it could have been any one of them. I'm not sure. Um, it I don't...
2: could be any
5: follower of Tyr, I
2: guess. Acquired it. Tier. It was her
1: building.
5: <sighs> it was her building. And it had her name on it
0: can't trade. Why is this a tear, Signia? GFS? Oh! oh, God. I knew it was something. Thank you. I'm having a bad brain day today. <laughs> GFS, yes. They came to us. Uh, as you know, everyone who has to who conducts business in Bailiff has to come to us because to, we are, after all, not really a colony, more of a research station. A big one at that. But uh, <laughs> I, think it's, I I personally think it's about time we get the title of colony, but nonetheless, uh they were technically a part of our research. Yes. <laughs> not that they really did anything. You would traditionally expect a researcher to do <laughs> as it were. So okay. it was legal for them to have it? Oh, not to so you can know. <laughs> uh no, of course not. <laughs> uh like I said, they have to have been uh yes, they were part of a research station, but they were not part of any study or uh yes, any Particular study about Yugen itself with us, so. no, nope, not legal. But they also. I hear they uh, disappeared recently.
2: Left town, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, well. And you are going to the Orkish. Uh, Ogre Dune, the Orkish colony, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually, well... <laughs> There's a lot of wilds out there, you know, don't want to <laughs> brush it. <laughs> I can teeth see that you are all being very tight-lipped about this, but I can tell that your relationships with this Ganjrata is not very friendly anymore. So, I will warn you that uh, oh, GFS is also set up in Ogredoom.
2: Of course, it uh, of, course. of course that it
5: makes sense. That
0: makes that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well we'll keep an eye out for her. I'll tell the rangers to look out for her. Uh, if she's wanted for this Yugen crime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> every time every time the dictator mentions the possessing Yugen being illegal. Her like lips just tighten, just like mm-hmm. and laws. I follow those and
0: respect them.
5: You wouldn't know a I'm getting...
0: that paralyzed some people, would you?
5: <laughs> Out of game. Um, isn't Gendry also in
0: trouble for like kidnapping a ranger? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah but you guys decided not to tell anyone about that you yeah. guys decided your sludge decided because everyone looked to sludge for this you decided not to bring this up because that would mean that people would know that sludge killed somebody <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah. <laughs> the rangers um out of the goodness of their heart and their connection to carson um agreed to have some rangers look out for you so it is unofficial and only known by very few people. Okay. I guess that's not
5: exactly good for her, but. Oh well. It's already been said she's now in trouble with the law. Mm-hmm. You can tell her, you can tell the dictator now if you want. I don't. Because <laughs> I don't think Sludge would stop, like. Marigold from saying, like, who had it, but also isn't, like, on. Like, she isn't exactly, like, gung ho about, you know, just, like, being a snitch on everything that has been done. Mm-hmm.
0: So, back to the Yugen. Cal, you saw a figure. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, for brief moment. Marigold. Yes? Have you seen a figure in this Yugen? In this Yugen?
2: Yes. (laughs) That Yugen. Um. I... (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, miracle <Merkel> chokes. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> oh.
1: God. It all comes tumbling down.
2: Have I seen a figure in this Yugen? I think that the Yugen... As a substance, it can hold a lot of things. We've established it can hold magic, it can hold souls, it can hold presences. I think maybe the shard already had a soul in it.
0: Deception. Maybe
2: loss, maybe lots of souls.
0: Mm-hmm. Deception.
2: Is it deception? Yep.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're directly <laughs> avoiding the question.
2: That's a 13
0: plus 1, 14 Alright, 4 rolls Here we go <laughs> 19 what? 20 That 1 Was that Cal? Humphrey, right? That was Humphrey <laughs> 24 Nine. <laughs> Cal and Humphrey. <laughs> Stupid fucking boys. Cal's just kind of nodding. Humphrey's nodding vigorously. <laughs> like, yes, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> <"No>, I'm trapped. trapped Cal and of course it No, Humphrey. my god, shuts her mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and... And Marigold, have you seen this other soul that you speak of in the Yugen? And Falbrook smiles.
2: I have dreams sometimes where I see a figure. Yes. (laughs) She's looking at Falbrook, her chin is lifted, she's like... Trying to meet her gaze and still still trying to dance around <laughs> what she's going to have to say.
0: <laughs> you gave Cal the permission to say it. <laughs> yep. yep.
3: <laughs>
0: and does this figure speak to you?
4: We speak to each other. What do you tell it?
2: Marigold closes her eyes. I've been teaching her about the world. I've told her about the five races. (laughs) Marigold inclines her head. Her face is scrunched up.
4: What has it told you?
2: She's told me how to say hello. <laughs> Her lip is shaking.
3: <laughs> hmm.
5: You learn those weird like words. Nods.
2: Yes, I, I've been learning bits and pieces of our language, but never enough. Very, very tight-lipped, as you said. <laughs>
0: <sighs> this is a take, Liam, isn't it? Yes. They do not like to give information readily, do they? No. <laughs> no. No,
3: they don't.
0: Well, maybe Tutor is a leader is so far we know he is a leader of one interesting
2: i don't know if he leads the one inside my necklace no i don't know if that is the case Hmm.
0: Does he know you have it?
2: The last time I had a dream where I spoke to the one I know, Chutor was there. Um, I think he must know he told me that it was a very important piece, very precious
4: thing.
0: Ordain hmm. speaks up. Have you noticed any magical effects, Marigold? Any Anything like (laughs) soul-stealing? What, for me?
4: Yes.
2: Marigold swallows. (laughs) Quite the opposite. I can... ...do things... ...now. I can do magic when I couldn't before. And I can do more of it.
0: You mean the magic you do in our lessons? That's, That's your innate magic, Marigold. It's different. It's something else. It's giving you magic. It
2: has to be. I don't think I could be doing this on my own.
0: Miracle, that sounds a lot like. Infallible interrupts Ardain. Sounds like warlocks to me. Yeah, she just
1: covers her face again.
0: <laughs> warlocks aren't inherently bad. They're
2: cheaters. <laughs> I know. You know the
0: reputation. Oh <laughs> is a is a priest a cheater for using the magic of its god oh.
3: <laughs>
0: Ardaine says in quotation marks about doing quotation marks. A priest believes in what they preach. <laughs>
2: a warlock will believe whatever they need to to get what they want. She stands up. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot that we're talking about. There's a lot that's going on right here. And this is the thing that I've been carrying with me since I got here. This story isn't just mine, it's also hers. Um, I don't feel comfortable divulging that without her permission. You have to understand, it's not just us in this tent. It's... She gestures to the necklace, and it's the caravan outside, and it's Tutor, and it's who else might be involved. The expedition party is bigger than the three that you started with. Swallows sits back down. <laughs> We're equals in this.
0: Yes, we are. And Ardane looks to Falbrand. Yes we are all equals in this. Like, well, uh, did you use she pronouns for Reva? Yes. Okay. Well, if she has been here since the beginning, I will I will grant her The same privileges I've been granting Sludge uh, in not revealing all of her personal information. She has a right to divulge the information she would like when she can. And, well, as long as it's not directly related to the expedition, as it were... I can forego learning about this for right now, but when you do ask her, when you do see her next time, if it wouldn't strain your relationship with her, if you could possibly ask her if she'd like to speak to us or speak through you, like you said, maybe we can bring something to the table that would help us all learn more about this.
2: Yeah Gonna have to do a lot of talking (laughs) (laughs)
3: Right
0: Well Grand (laughs) Unless there are any other questions There is only one last piece of Business that we must Deal with I have a question. Yes, Sludge. What's a warlock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can answer that. Well, Sludge, you see, um, throughout history, there have been very powerful magical users of all kinds, uh, mainly uh, uh, well, any magical use have been powerful, enough, but some have been powerful enough. <laughs> to, uh, well, they have a, a a tendency to want to grow a following of some sort, and priests or, or or druids or sorcerers like yourself, um, if they're strong enough and they have the know-how, they can, uh, well, they can divert energy from their own pool of magic and gift that to their. Followers, and it's very similar to how priests or druids conduct their magical business. Uh, they all pull from a specific form of uh, a specific stream of arcane energy that they tap into, or a a god, and <laughs> um, and they. And through much training and understanding of that power, they're able to harness that particular flavor of magic uh, and draw in that power from around them. Uh, warlocks are, uh, well... They, yeah, how do I put this? They, uh they're gifted their power so they can more readily use it and it's totally a uh, totally uh, valid form of magic music of <laughs> <laughs> magic user uh. the only problem is when it uh, will they uh, grow more of a cult following and use that power for bad but uh Who hasn't Who hasn't heard of a paladin in their time? Who hasn't heard of a a historical paladin that's gone on a horrific inquisition? (laughs) So uh, that's what a warlock is. (laughs) It's
1: really cool. It's super cool and good. I love this. I'm not stressed. (laughs) She he's fine. <laughs> I'm stressed.
0: <laughs>
2: <sighs> what does Cal think?
0: <laughs> Cal's not saying anything. <laughs> I think Sludge has just kind of
5: got her finger on her lip and is just kind of looking down at the table, been listening, no, just like staring in the middle distance to focus on what's being said. Mm-hmm. And, um, is just kind of thinking now, and says, so that's a warlock. Hmm. Thank you for all that information,
0: I guess. Uh, thank you. <laughs> just big smile. You're welcome, Sludge. I always <laughs> like to divulge information when I can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this more later.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> so any other questions no
2: I want to use my message one more time uh-huh. I want to ask I want to ask how um how about your experience
3: with you
2: again
4: I'm
0: doing
2: it via message to so he um so we don't have this out in the open.
0: Like yeah. he's
2: going through it.
0: Yeah. Uh wild magic is now at seven. Um, <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> um, <clears throat> um it's been more than an hour, but every time you use Wild Magic, that counter that like time resets essentially. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, you're no yeah, you're right. Um Oh, um, yes, it's actually, a uh, well, not a question, but, uh, something that, uh, I and our Dane have divulged to, uh, have told to Falbrook, but, uh, I should tell to my expedition party. <laughs> and he gives a tight-lipped smile to Sludge and Terry. Terry smiles back. <laughs> uh, with the transferring of souls that you saw transferring of soul, only one Um, I don't have many (laughs) 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 Um, of my soul to this new Yugen uh, I have found a well strange effect on myself Uh, as you can see I'm clean shaven Uh, that is a practice uh, uh, that I do uh, have done for the past few years for Elizabeth Uh, but um, I always have to shave it of course until I've had this yugen implanted into me Oh, my soul implanted into it, and it implanted into me. And he like shows his chest a little bit. <laughs> um, as my hair has stopped growing and my sensations begin to dull, I and our Dane have a hypothesis that I am no longer aging. Or aging at an incredibly uh, slow rate. When I was well, when I was in the tower and we were going up, uh, I could feel this sensations coming back to me. The closer we got towards it, uh, but the more we climbed, the more overwhelming and overstimulating those sensations began, became so I wanted very much to figure out what was up there and I believe that it put me in a not the right mind and overwhelmed my senses and all I could think about was going up and everything else became dreamlike to me which is why I fortunately bolted from Sludge who was trying to save me and almost killed uh, my friend (laughs) Tarami and Marigold.
4: So that's what happened.
0: How do Tarami and Sludge react to this?
1: (laughs) I think Tarami's... Just to happy, like, Cal, like, called him a friend this time. <laughs> Honestly. It's like, oh. God. Yes. I, gone?
5: I think Sludge so. just, like, acknowledges it. Looking mm-hmm. at Cal, just kind of, like,
3: <gasps>
4: nodding her head. I it's like, I understand.
2: Again. Like, <laughs> just fucking every time, every time you Oh, yeah! I'm not aging anymore! That's terrifying! <laughs> that is so scary!
0: <laughs> well?
2: No, mysterious figures! No! Nothing more intense than that, huh? <laughs> Uh, just 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 that little thing <laughs> just that little thing that uh, that we all know about now
3: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that raises a question fulbrook says cal have you seen any figures have you had any dreams Cal stops <laughs> <laughs> not so much figures or a figure uh, when i I also don't dream anymore i Enter a trance Which I Actually wonder if it's similar to that Of elves' trances (laughs) Ebe Ebe Ebe. (laughs) Elf Ebe (laughs) When I uh, Fall I sleep uh, When I fall asleep I Kind of just Become half aware of my space that I'm sleeping in Uh, I undergo it feels almost like a form of paralysis Uh, and some nights uh, when I'm under this paralysis I uh, feels as if there is a presence in the room near me i can't see it it does not talk to me or communicate with me but it just feels as if there's a presence standing there sometimes watching me sometimes just maybe looking around the room uh Yes, I don't know if this is exactly, uh, something that the Yugen has, uh, d- is doing, or if it's just my mind, uh, firing off random messages and data, uh, useless bad data that's making me think these sort of things. We've all had sleep paralysis demons before.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fulbright nods. <laughs> Yes.
5: What's a sleep paralysis demon?
3: (laughs) You?
0: (laughs) Me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sludge, well, uh, sometimes people, when they go to sleep, there's actually a recorded uh, medical effect, psychological effect that people undergo sometimes, uh, where they, uh... Well, they... When they sleep, sometimes they don't fully dream. They become half aware of their environment. And sometimes they'll believe that there is something in the room with them. Whether they can see it or just feel it, uh, this occurs. Uh, sometimes it happens to people, maybe once or twice in their life. Sometimes a handful of times, or uh, uh, sometimes uh, m- multiple times in their life. Uh, Specifically, uh, this happens more with uh, a certain form of uh, mental illnesses, but uh, I do not have those mental illnesses and I also haven't had this experience often. Uh, But now knowing that Marigold's figure speaks to her in her dreams, that is scary. (laughs) herald swallows
2: <laughs> I think she's just thinking about when they were doing the ritual to move the soul from one place to another and how
3: um,
2: how bad the shard from Gendreda felt like it tried to I don't know tried to control her in a way that the other Pregnant doesn't. I don't think she shares that. She's just thinking about that.
3: Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. But Tarami and Sludge and Ardain saw that, like, she kind of started breaking
5: down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I was going to mention that, too. Just, like... Cal hasn't seen anything. You've been talking to somebody. Um... Uh, there's also something that hasn't been mentioned, but has been on my mind since we moved to this topic. But when we, when the whole thing with Cal going into the crystal was happening, Marigold, I don't know if you remember, but you had like eight different voices coming out of you while you were just laughing maniacally. I could not do anything but stare. I've never seen anything like that before. Are you sure it's just one person in there?
2: (sighs) Marigold is just kind of like... She she doesn't know what to make of that situation and is kind of scared of that.
3: Mm -hmm. I don't
2: don't know. I don't know what happened.
0: Cal was pale.
2: (laughs) I know she also like feels bad because like she didn't tell Cal about that because it's like absolutely going to be terrifying to him that this bad thing in him (laughs) forever.
0: This is a lot, Cal says. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
4: you guys have
5: a lot of baggage.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh dictator stand. <laughs> yeah, what's one more? What's one more load?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, now that we're uh, since we're on this topic of cal, uh I think it's time to move to the next piece of business.
3: Mhm.
0: Hmm. this isn't easy to bring up, but I'll try my best. Calamel, and with the advising of the other expedition team members Calamel Hermesales Do you feel safe going on this expedition with the fracture that your Yugen has sustained. Calamal like still pale, but as she says this, um, as Falbrook says this, um, he kind of like shakes himself, his head a little bit out of his stupor. <sighs> I don't want to be a liability. But uh, well, Ardain, you 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 did your big detect magic on me. <laughs> you you used your powerful form. of... You uh, scried me. You know what it looks like, don't you? Yes. Uh, yeah. When I I've done repeated uh, detect magics on Cal uh, first when you brought him in, and since that since you brought him in, and since then, and the, whatever spell is enchanted into this piece of Yugen, well, it doesn't seem to have been affected. The integrity of the spell remains, and there's no leaking of any arcane particulates that I can see, uh, or any leaking of soul energy. The soul energy connection remains... Static, which is good, Uh, and Yugen is a- well, the Fracture is scary, no doubt about it, but I- Yugen is so unknown, we don't know how many- how much- at what point does the physical construction of the Yugen start to impede and break down the spell? that is enchanted or innate to it. And we know that Eugen is sturdy, of course, but I don't know if Cal could sustain another fracturing, as it were. Maybe he could. Maybe he couldn't. In which case, well, I wouldn't be there, so a soul transfer would be hard but there it is yes and I don't want to be a liability to you he says to the expedition party (laughs) and I also don't want to put that stress on you of if anything happens to me and Cal looks more to Marigold this time but I want to go out I would like to go out learn about Renfray and if there are Tiffliums out there maybe maybe we can communicate and maybe they can Put a patch on this or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, Marigold's been thinking about what Chutra said to her. Said to seek. Um, Nana.
0: Atatalor. Atatalor.
2: Atatalor. Said to seek Atatalor. You could help mend the fracture she knows that it's possible or at least Chutor says it is so that's much more to go off of than anything else Marigold has been looking down as she has often been doing in this discussion she looks up to him and says if you want to go out you're gonna go out <laughs> you're not a liability <laughs> you're an asset
0: he blushes at that you don't, he has like a like a bluish blush to his cheeks appears oh. and he smiles a little.
5: I mean you've been good for like up until you know we tried going up to the tower <laughs> I think you'll be fine as long as you don't do anything crazy. You know, maybe if we find ruins out in the wild, you shouldn't
0: come with us. (laughs) Possibly, yes. Unfortunately. In which case, Marigold, you'll have to tell me everything you see.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're going to have to talk a lot about the things. I'll be looking forward to the day I don't have to go through one explaining it to folks on the caravan who don't know, uh, you know, a uh, uh, crystalline arrangement from, you know, the, the growth patterns or the different <laughs> types of arcane particles and the way that they can be arranged. <laughs> who don't know left from right. Don't know the APC's in of that. None of that. <laughs> yeah. Shade
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kel, I think you know, we're every one of us pretty much has a chance of getting hurt really bad or dying out there so I don't see what the difference is
2: (laughs) Jeremy's right We're all equally able to be killed. (laughs) Teragon hears this.
0: (laughs) spell is still up, but (laughs) Teragon can hear.
2: (gasps) Teramaya, your son, he thinks that he's mortal and I know he is. (laughs) He's become aware. (laughs) He
3: knows what death is. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) God. Right, well. And Well, yes, of course. Yes. Good. <laughs> well, Thalberg says. Yes, well, I think that's good enough talking for now. Let's. <gasps> I- okay. <coughs> We can inform the caravan of... Well, what do we inform the caravan of? Everything? Yes.
2: Everything but in little doses. Oof, it's just a lot.
0: That's fair. Let's begin with saying that you are not in trouble. That's That's a good good place to start. And they are not criminals either. If there was any worry of that... Go greet our friends.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, thank you.
0: Thank you all, everyone, and Fallbrook looks at everyone, (laughs) for giving me this- what feels like giving me a second chance. I welcome. promise I'll do better.
1: That sounds good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: We'll all do better in the future.
0: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> It's the longest Humphrey's not hot.
1: Uh, <laughs> his body's, like, tense. He's, like, bouncing his leg. Good roll. Our game's like, paral- like, paralyzed him under the table. He <laughs> can't fidget.
0: No, they're playing footsie. <laughs> Humphrey has a little puzzle he's been doing. A little walk and, a little, like, training lock and and walk. <laughs>
1: It's also been silenced so we can't get distracted by the clicking.
0: <laughs> we're all agreed and we're good friends again. That's great. I'm so happy. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. How sweaty is he?
0: Oh, he's very sweaty. He's drenched. (laughs) You can see it through his tweed. No! (laughs) Sweaty. Oh, good. Okay, good. Uh, Let's, uh, get some fresh air now and some water and food and we can uh, be on our way with everything. (laughs) Oh
1: yeah. And Terry gets up and pushes his his chair out and is like, (laughs) Okay.
0: Um Humphrey goes to get Humphrey everyone starts to get up. Um Humphrey goes to the flap door of um the flap door of the tent and opens it. And as he does so, you can hear the outside outside world, the sounds of the outside world begin to invade back into the tent. And you hear the sounds of very vigorous fighting
1: oh, oh no. <laughs>
0: you all go to the door and look outside and you see the caravan and the camp standing in this half circle and in the middle you see two figures fighting in the dust you see one you see Cassius Outside of her armor Her her cheeks and clothes Are covered in dirt And scratches She has the biggest smile on her face And fury in her eyes And wrestling with her You see a behemoth oh, God. Of a man <laughs> You see a very large man well over, well over six feet tall He has a crew cut hair A he has a crude cut hair um beard, a thick beard, and even through that you can see a strongly chiseled uh uh jaw. uh He is heavily muscled with a big with a with a good enough layer of fat on top of that, and he is smiling just the warmest smile, and you can see happiness in his eyes. As he's fighting. Oh my god. Peak Bear. <laughs> Marigold looks to Fallbrook.
2: <laughs> what was that about how they greet each other?
0: <laughs> hey, Esther. Roll strength check.
3: <laughs> Esther, <no.
2: laughs>
5: Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's me.
0: Um. 11. Mm. <laughs> I think Cass is a little worn out from his travels over the sea, and he is still regaining his um, uh, strength. Um, And Cassius is on top of Cass as as she has just wrestled his arms behind his back and... Into and pinned him to the ground with his face in the dirt she got a 24 (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) um, you hear Kath say brother, seems the military hasn't been keeping you on your toes as much as I have (laughs) (laughs)
1: love this oh my
4: god